0: When Maria de las Nieves Moran crossed from convent school to cloister to become a novice nun, it was to prevent Paquita Aparicio, her beloved childhood companion, from marrying the man both girls called El Anticristo. Of course, that is not the version known to history. Maria de las Nieves became one of the English nuns' last two novice nuns and took as her religious name Sor San Jorge, slayer of dragons, defender of virgins. She did understand that she was living in a time that called for acts of selfless valor, and that by her own self-sacrifice, she was eternally sealing Paquita's sacred vow not to engage in conjugal relations until she, Maria de las Nieves Sor San Jorge, had first— the upholding or breaking of that vow between two 13-year-old convent schoolgirls would not only influence the history of that small Central American Republic, but also alter the personal lives of some of our American hemisphere's most illustrious men of politics, literature, and industry. What if we read history the way we do love poems, or even the life stories of sainted sacred virgins? What if love, earthly or divine, is to history as air is to a rubber balloon? I'm holding a balloon inflated more than a century ago, the nearly weightless globe still supple and warm with the human breath inside. What if I unknot it and let the ghostly air escape, or better yet, take it into my own lungs? Maybe this balloon, at least for now, should be regarded as metaphorical. This project, which you did not live to see completed, Matilde, had its origin in an old newspaper photograph that, more than thirty years ago, first brought me to your door in Wagnum, Massachusetts. That photograph in the Wagnum Chronicle was a reprint of one that had appeared earlier in Le Figaro, in Paris, and it depicted a wagnum man bearing a remarkable resemblance to one of Latin America's greatest poet heroes, not just of the 19th century, but of all time, and forever and ever. As a result of that visit, I've spent the ensuing years unearthing and writing the story of Maria de las Nieves Moran, and the people who were closest to her. One afternoon, when they were both still students in the convent of Nuestra Señora de Belén, Francisca Aparicio, Paquita familiarly, summoned Maria de las Nieves to a secret rendezvous in one of the school pavilion's superfluous stone patios. She wanted to share with Maria de las Nieves the latest note she'd received from her terrifying suitor, smuggled into the convent by his secret ally and friend, the eminent canon priest Ángel Arroyo. "'It won't be long now, Paquita, before we close the convents. Then you won't have anywhere to hide from me. See how love conquers all, mi dulce monjita?' Paquita laughed, though the unfolded note trembled in her hands. The patio smelled of rainy-season mold and the urine of little girls who never made it, in the deep hours of the night, from the dormitories to the privies in the rear garden. "'His sweet little nun!' she exclaimed. "'But this man is so impudent and pernicious, little sister! Look what he calls me! Look at the diabolical messages he sends!'